Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Big day on the show as always here today. Dr. Lucha going to join us in the final segment of the show. Lots of stuff to talk about, including Pagano and Dave the Clown. Why, you ask? Well, I watched the Impact Bound for Glory pay-per-view last night, and, well, Pagano was all over the show. Well, he was in one match, but that was enough for me, so... We can talk about Bound for Glory today. Did you watch the show? Did not get a lot of feedback last night. Didn't seem like a lot of people bought it, but I did. We can talk all about that show today if you're interested. Eli Drake retaining the Impact title over Johnny Impact in the main event. Bobby Lashley and King Mo beating Moose and Stefan Bonner in a Six Sides of Steel tag match, which actually was a fun match. It was a total mess, but it was fun. Gail Kim beats Sienna and Alley in the Women's Knockout Championship match to win the TNA Knockouts title in her final match with Impact, they're claiming, and a number of other matches as well. If you want to talk about that, you're welcome to do so here today. As we speak, the Raw show for tonight is taping in Manchester, and we got a lot of matches scheduled for that show, including the Drifter versus Jason Jordan in a guitar on a pole match, and I believe we're also going to get Braun Strowman versus The Miz tonight. So, if anything exciting happens, we will alert you during the show here today. SmackDown tomorrow, it is the AJ Styles-Jinder Mahal match. Whatever they're going to do with AJ and Jinder, whatever the reason was for booking that match on SmackDown, guess we'll find out tomorrow, so that's the big match for SmackDown. And we got other news as well on New Japan. We have many, many matches announced for the New Japan IWGP. We got... Uh, or the Tokyo Dome show, IWGP title match, IWGP Intercontinental title match. I believe five title matches have been announced for that show. We could talk about that today. And new names heading to New Japan for the World Tag League Tour. So, a lot to get into here today. We'll kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Lots of news to talk about here today. As always, if you want to join us today, the phone number, toll-free, 844-411-5411. That is toll-free, 844-411-5411. Text messages, 425-780-7566. All of these numbers are available on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. As always... WWE European Tour going on as we speak. Getting texts all day here today, so I can't confirm all of these at the moment because they're just flying in. But uh, this person claims Becky Lynch, James Ellsworth is happening on SmackDown tomorrow. Is that true? Can someone confirm that for me? Just got that text right now. They are taping at the moment, so any news that comes in, I mean, I'll do my best to uh, double-check it before I talk about it here, but... If you want to give us a call or text, those are the numbers at Brian Alvarez on Twitter, at Sempervivi on Twitter as well. The Bound for Glory show last night, TNA's Grace. biggest show of the year. Did you Grace watch this? Sorry, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch it, and I'll tell you, I didn't watch it. Um, they need to actually put a lot more uh, good faith in the bank for me before I go back to them. This new regime, I saw the first show, and I went, "Hey, that's a lot like when I saw the last show of the last regime." And I said I wouldn't watch any more after that. And I've done this I don't know how many times in a row now. I'm not watching them until I hear that they're having an unbelievable, I'm not saying a PWG run of shows, I'm not saying a New Japan run of shows, but a great run of shows and a great run of TV, then I'll be back into it. Otherwise, I can't give them any credit whatsoever. 
you were talking about like they had some new faith and some new life behind them with the way the TV's been going. And I don't doubt you when it comes to that. But I also heard you talk about that show last night. I've heard other people talk about that show last night from the time that it started. After that six man, that crazy scramble, everybody said it went off a cliff and never recovered again outside of maybe a promo by ATT. I mean, I'm sorry. You, you just can't get any money out of me or any of my time when things have been this bad for this long. You know, the show wasn't horrible, but it was not a good show. And it felt very much like the old TNA, including at the very end of the show when there was like a weird typo on the screen or something. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> oh, no. Some. What was that? I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, the very end of the show, it went Icing off. Icing on the cake. It, it was just like a black screen and it said something. I have it in my notes here. It, it's not important, but it was like. Some Bosco. technical comment that came up there, like, <laughs> you know, please, you know, I don't know. It was stupid. But anyway, yeah, the uh, main event <laughs> was every... The beeps go off like the old school cable channels used to have, that, like, that teletouched uh, phone number thing that actually, like, signals it's going to commercial. Okay, you're going to drive like, me crazy. How, I'm going to tell you exactly low... what it says so you'll know. Good. So, here it is, Impact Bound for Glory. I'm opening up all my notes here to just confirm to everybody that when the show ended, it goes off the air, there's a black screen, and the final thing we see in all caps, match up graphics. <laughs> then the show ended. That's how, that's how Bound for Glory went off the air. <laughs> that's right. They're, they're, still, they're still TNA. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. Eli Drake, Johnny Impact was a solid wrestling match until... Nine million things happened, like in every single TNA title match I've ever seen in my life. Only thing right missing there? was a guitar shot in Jeff Jarrett. Yes? Who? Okay. I know Dave Lagana is gone, obviously, because he's doing the stuff with Billy Corgan with the NWA. But Matt Conway's there. there who else is still there from the old regime as far as the production of things go? I think it's Gaburik. And I think Sanjay Dutt is there. Okay, but I mean, and, is it for the most part all the same heads? Because then that's the problem, then, isn't it? I have no idea who's doing like all of the production. I have no idea, no idea. Oh well. We had Bobby Lashley, King Mo versus Moose and Stephen Bonner. Six sides of steel. This match was actually a lot of fun. It was like a complete mess because yep, all of ATT just hit the ring. Apparently, the story is they beat up the ref and then got the key. But like, we never saw any of that. We just saw him open the door and go in. Yeah. And you know, Stephen Bonner's. Very green. King Mo's not a full-time wrestler. He's also green. But, I mean, it was a fun little story, and American Top Team is awesome. So I enjoyed I, that. I saw their promo. Now, if, from what I've heard, you know, if you take out the, the X Division match, that may have been the high point of the show. Is that true? Sure, yeah. Okay. The so Gail, I saw the second best part of the show, at least. I had that going for me. Gail Kim, CNN Alley was just sloppy. wasn't wasn't like terrible but it was very when, sloppy when do they they uh what is it beatify gail kim like on an actual impact broadcast well, apparently it's this thursday because she won the title and they immediately went to the back and we never saw any celebrations of any sort the her husband wasn't even there i guess we have to wait till thursday for the big celebration well, she did him a favor by getting into the match and and like as everyone knows with the exception of Kurt Angle, the single greatest performer is looked at by, by impact eyes and projected out there is Gail Kim. She is as she's Saint Gail Kim as far as impact goes. We had Sammy Callahan debuting in the Christ Brothers versus LAX match. 
Boy, that seemed completely worth it from how you described it and how the the end came. It sounded like it really it was a uh, completely worth it. Well, I mean, it was it was all right. I mean, it was a hardcore match, and, and also Sammy Callahan could debut. Sammy Callahan debuted, but he's also going to New Japan, so who cares? He's got good that use gig. of good use of punishment on your body, so Sammy Callahan could go to New Japan. What are you talking about? No, nothing. Just he, a lot of brutality to end with. Basically, what's the biggest thing coming out of the match? Sammy Callahan's. Yeah, he's now part of this crew, which I guess has gone from Irish Airborne to Ohio versus Everything, which is the worst name for a team in the history of professional wrestling. <laughs> but they are now the Valley of Shadows, which is better. It was Solomon. <laughs> It says Solomon Crow here, but it's actually Sammy Callahan. Let's so get everybody's going to be gunning to go beyond the Valley of the Shadows. And i got to be honest, Chris Jericho, another thing wasn't mentioned. Surprised it took somebody this long to talk about being the Alpha to Kenny's Omega. Uh, so I'm surprised it actually took that long. Ethan Carter III, Eddie Edwards, James Storm versus Ijo Del Fantasma, Tejano, and Pagano. Pagano. Pagano's terrible. The match was sloppy. I don't know. I mean, the storyline was Ethan Carter didn't want to team with his partners, and so he refused to tag. But then at the end, for no reason, he just tagged in, babyface comeback, and he allowed James Storm to get the pin with a super kick. So that's the story. It was a story. There was there was like a major piece missing of the story, but it was it was okay. Abyss Grado was terrible, absolutely horrible. Monsters Ball match. I want to. I, listen, I got to say, I I, I don't know. I think I it was on the Brian and Vinny show. I said that uh, I watched the top four matches in New Japan, and they blew everything on the show away. I apologize, okay? There were matches on this show better than the bull rope match. But Abyss Grado was worse than the bull rope match, just uh, so you all know. Yeah. Abyss won. Grado, I'm sure, you know, they're claiming he's going to have to be sent away from the, the U.S. or whatever. What the hell have they been doing with him? Grado does the funny. Why is he messing around with barbed wire? And frankly, at this point, Joseph Park is always good at doing the funny. Why do we need Abyss? Why do we need this? Well, there was just a lot of things that went wrong with, with Grado and, and Joe Park, and so Abyss showed up and wanted to kill Grado, and this is what we got out of it. Taiji Shimori, Tyson Dukes, they barely did anything because we were all supposed to be watching, uh, what's her name in the crowd? Laurel Van that's, Ness. Laurel Van that's supposed to be brilliant, too. People love and I, yeah, I'm sure she's probably a wonderful person. I've heard about this in the little bit I've seen of the, the breakdown after the, the wedding and everything. It's like, I don't know. I guess people the, the people that like it love it and think her performance is over the top great. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if this is this really helping everybody. Where are they going with this? Who knows? I didn't watch any of the match. I was busy watching Laurel. They didn't focus on the match at all. I know it was a 450 finish, and that's it. Does she if, wrestle Taiji Ishimori? And if the idea was to get Taiji over for a championship match, I mean, it failed because I didn't care one bit about Taiji or Tyson Dukes or anybody after this match because they didn't they didn't focus on it at all. Like it was it was one of those old cruiserweight matches on Nitro where they go backstage and you're supposed to be paying attention to Hulk Hogan and not the guys in the ring. Did they bring up the legacy of the GHC title with uh, Eddie Edwards? Yes, he's defending it on Thursday. Let all me right. get through this for crying out loud. Sorry. Trevor Lee, Desmond Xavier, Garza Jr., Matt Seidel, P.D. Williams, Caleb Conley was the opener. 12 minutes. It was one of those matches where they did 9 million moves. It Ooh. was fun. It was not emotionally engaging at all. And that was the opener. So there's Trevor Bad for Lee's Glory, awesome. everybody. If you have any... Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Trevor Lee was not awesome in this match. No. I've, I've got a comment about Trevor Lee. I made it on the Brian Vinny show. I'll talk about it when I come back. Infuriated me. Back in a moment. Wrestling Observer Live.
It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home. For a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800 692 0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Listen, nothing against Trevor Lee, but Garza Jr. is coming off shoulder surgery, and he's in there, and his shoulder, his right shoulder is so taped up that he can't even raise his arm. It's hanging limp by his side for the entire match. Now, the first problem is this guy shouldn't even have been in the ring. It was absolutely stupid. It made the match, like, a farce. It was ridiculous. But then, during the match, what does Trevor Lee do? He takes down Garza Jr., and he puts him in a shoulder lock on his bad shoulder. And you want to know what happens? Garza Jr. just escapes. (laughs) It's like, Trevor Lee could not have looked like a bigger numbskull 
being wow. unable to submit a guy with a shoulder lock that had a shoulder that was so injured he couldn't even raise his arm. That was the stupidest spot on a three-hour show filled with a lot of goofy things. Arm locks are not so simple that a caveman can do it, okay? Dude, he had him in a perfect Kimura. The man is known for flips, not for jits, okay? And and maybe that's what it was, okay? I, maybe that's Get that's not here. his problem. He was trying to be he was trying to be helpful to the man, and maybe Garza Jr. should should have sold it more or something like. He should have just tapped and ended the match. That's what well, I would have done. That's, that's I would have screwed up the entire show. I was so infuriated at that spot. Shouldn't have been in there. It is confirmed. I'm going to read this straight from the WWE Twitter account because I just have to read this word for word. Exclusive. Following a heated Twitter exchange, Becky Lynch will go one-on-one with James Ellsworth tomorrow night on SmackDown Live. They apparently had a disagreement on Twitter. Well, Now they're going to be having a match. She is Mrs. Punderful on Twitter, so maybe... uh... Maybe something happened. I don't know what it is, but I hope uh, Becky Lynch beats up James Ellsworth. And in fact, probably will, and it will make everyone incredibly, incredibly happy. That's what I'm hoping for, at least. And then probably, what do, what do you think? Uh, attack from behind by from Carmella and left laying there? I think that, uh, yeah, you could do that. You could do that. I have not given one moment of thought to that match. After they were about the the devolution the or double, whatever the hell it is, what do you think about James Ellsworth turning into basically a, a what, what a man dog, uh, a man servant, a, a man jester uh, as dog? Mike, I have not given one second of thought to James Ellsworth as a dog. As given Tom, all that's going on in professional wrestling over the last six months here, really, including I think, this. It's amazing though, but you're stuck on her on her outfit though. That's okay. After they were made apparent at yesterday's Power Struggle show and the fallout from it, New Japan confirmed five title matches for the 2018 Tokyo Dome card, January 4th. Everybody, we already know it's Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho for the IWGP US title. Kota Ibushi had been thought to be a possible opponent for Omega. He'll instead be challenging for Cody Rhodes' Ring of Honor World Championship. Whoa. Cody Rhodes versus Kota Ibushi. Hmm. That match is scheduled for after Cody's title defense against Dalton Castle at Final Battle, which New Japan notes it is a non-title match if he loses the championship before January. You don't say. Yes. If Cody loses the title before January, it will not be a title match with Ibushi. Yeah, make it very simple. Yeah. Wish Impact would do that. Prior to the matchup being announced, Cody and Ibushi took part in a post-show angle at Power Struggle. Tanahashi will defend the Intercontinental title against Jay White, who has returned as Switchblade. Marty Skrull, Will Ospreay, Kushida, Hiromu Takahashi for the Junior Heavyweight title. And the Young Bucks will challenge Sho and Yo for the Junior Tag Team titles. We also have Okada versus Naito for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. A lot of big matches already scheduled for that show. And also, we have the World Tag League Tour coming up. New Japan has announced that Jeff Cobb, Chuck Taylor, and Sammy Callahan all debuting in the tournament. Matt Riddle not in the tournament. Michael Elgin, I guess, is teaming with Cobb. Can you imagine that? Big mountains, baby. Taylor will be pairing with Trent Beretta. And Callahan will team with Juice Robinson. Dear Lord. 
The NXT pairing right there. <laughs> they call that team. Well, not Ohio versus everything. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's up? Hey, guys. This is Daniel from North Carolina. Yes. Um, I have a question. I was listening to you and Dave last night, Brian. Uh, he mentioned that there's, I guess there's a possibility that AJ, they do a title switch this week on SmackDown. Um, is there any thought that if they do the switch, is, is AJ going with Brock at uh, Survivor Series? Or, or what would they do there if they did something? Well, uh, your phone's kind of muffled, so I'm going to let you go. But the answer is, I mean, if AJ beats Jinder, then my assumption is, because it's Survivor Series and it's champion versus champion up and down the card, it would be Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles for the title. Now, my gut feeling right now today is that there's not going to be a title change tomorrow, and Jinder is going to retain, and everything is going to go on as scheduled. That's my feeling right now. But there are possibilities that would... I guess, necessitate a title change. So we'll find out tomorrow, everybody. In fact, I guess we won't find out during the show. I believe they'll be taping the first hour head-to-head with our show tomorrow, which is very nice of them. I wish they would tape the second hour. And very shortly thereafter, we'll find out what they did. And maybe we'll start to be able to piece some things together tomorrow. Or maybe not. Yes, we'll, we'll see. see. We will see. This person here, lots of Becky Lynch talk. Becky Lynch Ellsworth will be like Santino versus Beth Phoenix. That was really good. Santino and Beth Phoenix is, I'm not saying once in a lifetime, but Beth Phoenix was perfect playing off of him. And he raised, whether you liked him or not, and what he did or not, I'm not saying took it to a new level, but he was the, the best in a long, long time. And James Ellsworth is not Santino, and Becky Lynch is fantastic. It's just, I don't, that dynamic of Santino on Beth Phoenix's shoulder, you can't really do that same dynamic with Becky and, uh, and, and James Ellsworth. This person says, is there any chance Roman shows up tonight? No, Roman is not at the show, and the latest we're hearing is he may not be cleared by Survivor Series. Damn. So, yeah, that's pretty man. serious. But, I mean, it, apparently he's like, okay, but first off, you got to recover from the mumps, and, I mean, you're out of action for a long time, and then you've got to get into shape, and then you've got to be all ready to go 100% in a couple of weeks here. So, it may happen, it may not. We'll see. But he is not going to be at the show tonight. Anti-vaxxing. Borash claimed Lambert beat up the ref, stole the keys. Yep, we talked about that. Any thought that Laurel would have been doing the audience gimmick during the first blood match between Taya and Rosemary? That would have been... I mean, no matter what, when you're distracting from a match to show somebody in the crowd, I mean, I don't know why they would do that. If they would have done that in a first blood match, I actually would have been even more infuriated. Because that's that's a, a first blood match between Taya and Rosemary is a bigger deal than the random Taiji Ishimori match with Tyson Dukes. So I would hope they wouldn't have distracted from that with her in the crowd. I'll explain the Monsters Ball, or it explains the Monsters Ball match, because otherwise Rosemary got kicked off the show just so she could get chokeslammed on attacks. Yeah, we did have that last night. Didn't even That's mention fine. that. Yeah, Rosemary took a chokeslam on attacks, and then, like, two minutes later was outside the ring just looking angry. Did, did it better than Grado. 
apparently, right? So Grado was his deal on the uh, uh, barbed Grado wire bat. Grado looked like he did not want to go up for a black hole slam onto a He comes out to board. dancing to like a prayer, except in this country because of rights issues, for God's sakes. What does he need to be jumping into barbed wire for? Personal says, no mention of Jimmy Jacobs making his TNA debut. Well, he was there. I mean, there ain't much to say. He came out. He went to the announcers. They said, you don't work here. He said, I'm not sure about that, or you don't know that, or something like that. And then he left. It was That was it. It was even briefer than his return to Ring of Honor. Person says, Sam. J.J. Dillon thing. He can be J.J. He can be Jericho's J.J. Dillon walking around. We don't know if he's going to be on screen. We don't know if he's. Like, full-time? We don't know anything. No, in, in life, just until the cruise. That's how he just walks around and, and offers up Jericho new tips, like giving him new scarves and things like that. That could be the lead-up to the Tokyo Dome of how Jericho is getting ready for Omega with all these great ideas he's going to have. Versus Sammy and C.J. Parker can be the crow and the butterfly. The, yeah, but he's not C.J. Parker anymore. That is the juice. This person says, last night had signs of Russo booking. Wonder if they're using him as a consultant. I don't really think it felt like a Russo mm. show. It felt like an old Jarrett show. And I know he's not working as a consultant. Like, I'm trying to think of how he, how this would have been booked if... Too much Gaga. Oh, by the way, uh, Alberto Del Rio. Um, well, they got that. Did you even mention that last night? What happened? Did, did you mention that when you were talking about uh, everything Oh, Del Rio? Yeah, Del, the fact yeah, that Del Rio was there with the – now, that promo that he cut, um, would you have uh, had him go out there and do that? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? He yeah. came out and he did a shoot promo about his issues with Paige. But Situation. He, he didn't mention her name. He didn't mention what happened. He was mm. extraordinarily vague. And then he did it twice trying and to get a reaction. It's the media's fault? It was, really? It was not good. That's interesting. The person man has here. Been so wrong, apparently. Who do you think will be the bigger star coming off the match with Omega, Juice Robinson or Trent Beretta? Who do you Juice think Robinson. will be the bigger star? Yeah, Juice Robinson got more out of that match than I think Trent Beretta got out of the match last night. Although Dave disagrees. No, no offense to Dave, but I mean Juice Robinson is. I'm not saying on another level, but he's on another level in New Japan to that fan base compared to where Trent Beretta is, and it's nice for Trent. I mean, it good. It doesn't hurt his stock in New Japan whatsoever, but it doesn't exactly... Look at all the foreign talent... Okay, hold on, we gotta head to a break. Back in just a moment, Observer Live. I was stopping. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? 
but you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. That I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We are joined today by the man, the myth, the legend, the doctor of Lucha Libre. Steve Sims is here on the show today. And of course, we've got to start with the most important news of the week. Tell me about this Pagano, for crying out loud. I take it you recently watched a Pagano match, and I use the word match loosely. Yeah, he was on the uh, Bound for Glory show. And it wasn't even like a singles match. It was like a multi-person match. He still stood out. And you know what the funny thing is? In my my book, not because of the quality of his wrestling, but just because of the importance of the promotion, I thought he was AAA's most viable player last year. Really? He is not a good wrestler. He is, he is a heavyweight in Mexico classifications, which means he can be used accordingly. He can be used as a, uh, you know, in main event statuses because even to this day, Mexico does a lot of its, its card structure by weight, weight and experience, especially on cards where there's no major singles or or, or title matches. So Pagano is, has, is, is, is big for a Mexican, Mexican wrestler. And he is cheap. He works inexpensively. I mean, he works. Um, he, he's he's willing to accept triple um, A pay, which is better than um, you know trying to scare up a living in Mexico for independence. But it's 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 still not a, a whole lot of money. Um, but he is a a a, a deathmatch extreme type wrestler that triple A drafted when they just needed somebody after Alberto. Uh, uh, per- Pero Jr. died, Alberto, 
Ray and 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 Sin Cara went elsewhere and all left the promotion, and they were kind of stuck without anything much to do. They put him in a feud with Psycho Clown. It wasn't a success in the ring, but it got him through a triple mania, and it made some money, and, and, and Pagano worked cheap, and he, he really did help AAA survive 2016. Otherwise, yes, the, the next the next two-star match he's, he, he's in may be the, the first one, especially with, with uh, people he hasn't worked a lot with, like you would see on Impact. If you now, were booking an 80s super card, like an NWA versus WWF, like you were working for Pro Wrestling Illustrated, if you had your dream to put him up against somebody in CMLL, would it be Mr. Niebla? Well, Mr. Niebla would be an awfully good choice. It depends which which Mr. Niebla you get. The Both. Just his regular three sheets to the win or three million sheets to the win. <laughs> Knowing he's facing off against Pagano, probably three million sheets. It would be that would be an interesting. Yes, that would be an interesting match. There, CML doesn't you know it doesn't use blood and it doesn't use foreign objects to the extent that anybody else in wrestling does or in Mexican wrestling does. And he he doesn't have a really good natural matchup with almost anybody in CML. So probably Mr. Nia, you know, if, if I had a little more time to think, I might be able to pick out something. But that would be a most interesting match. So let me ask you this question here. So allegedly he's been around for a long time, but it sounds like for like a decade he wasn't doing much, and it's only been like the last couple of years that he's been working regularly all over Mexico. I mean, can we really look at the guy as like someone who's basically been in the business for like two, three years, and there's potential for him to get better? Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. One of the things that we do on this show, Brian, and I have to, I have to take responsibility, good or bad, for it, is is that we really do focus on the top end level. We we almost ne- almost never, like once a year, get into promotions that are beyond the top two or three in Mexico. There are a ton of local promotions, and there are people who who actually work full time schedules on 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 really small or, or shows that you know draw twenty to two hundred people, top. At, at, and and you know have to split the, that that card's revenues with with everybody else on the card and stuff like that. He, he, he I'm sure he's been around a while. I mean he's got the the crudest rudimentary timing skills and he knows where to be and he knows how to do certain amount of falls. But he's just he, he's not he's not good in in, in any sense of the word. But um, I, I I I don't discount anybody working working in smaller promotions. One of the sad things about Mexico is up until very, very, very recently, a lot of these small promotions actually ran shows and we never heard anything about them. We never heard results. We never heard um, title changes, stuff like that. That, that there were, you know, there's, there's stuff in, in Chiapas and Oaxaca State and in Quintana Roo that to this day, that, that there are weekly promotions in, in Tuxla Gutierrez, Chiapas that we, no exist and never hear anything anything about so now you've claimed he's not the worst clown steve long or longer than he says you claim he's he's not dave the clown but he's a clown yes tell me tell me about dave the clown i find this hard to believe after last night yes dave dave the clown i just watched what would have been triple a's tv for last week triple a for whatever reason i didn't see it on youtube but the show that they would have broadcast and probably did broadcast in Mexico, um, a, a fan had had taken a a a, or, or a fan with a website had taken a, a very pretty good um, cell phone or iPad video of the match. He was in the match with Monster Clown and Murder Clown against La Parca, 
which is the most immobile Technico left in in Mexico now that Shocker is a Rudo and 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 there's actually some stiff competition for immobile Technicos, but but uh, oh, the current La Parca in AAA is one. Dave is even worse than Pagano. He's not a good wrestler. He is more mobile. He can he can literally he can run the ropes. I mean he can he can. In the match I saw, he wasn't the worst wrestler on his team. Murder, the horribly fat murder clown, was even worse than he was. But Dave is the guy that is often used as the benchmark for if you're using him, you're out. You're you, you've given up on promotional promoting good wrestling. He is he is he's he's not charismatic. He's not uh, he, he doesn't have a particular ring style. And other than the fact that he can run ropes better than La Parca, there's no reason for him to be in a feud with La Parca. La Parca needs somebody who is less charismatic than him and can actually do all the bumps while La Parca basically just stands there. So hold on, so hold on. I thought you said that Dave the Clown was the worst, but now you're saying that Murder Clown is worse than Dave. Well, Murder, Murder Clown hasn't been the worst for long, but, or, or for hasn't been as bad as he is for long, but he's just gotten ridiculously fat. He may be Frazo de Plata-esque. He may be Frazo de God, no, I'm going to find this guy. And he just can't move. I mean, he knows what to do. I have seen him in matches where he knows what to do. He knows how to wrestle a professional wrestling match. But he can no longer do it. I mean, he was trying stuff at this match that I saw, which was taped October the 20th in Metepec, that was just, you know, elementary stuff. And he no longer has the any leap in his legs or any stamina to do anything. So in, you know, it's, it's kind of like comparing Pagano to, to, to everybody else he was in the match with that. Uh, well, no, that's probably, that's not a good one. It's just like, it's like, you know, when you're, when you're in a match with La Parca and, and monster clown and murder clown and Dave, the clown, it's, you know, throw, you know, just pick a name out of a hat. None of the. I was going to say, I'm, I'm watching it's Dave the Clown. Good. I'm watching Dave the Clown right now, and I'm not sure that he's worse than Pagano. To be honest with you, I'm going to have to find. Well, I'm going to have to find Murder Clown here. That'll what be next. Pagano has that you you would not catch unless you watch Mexico matches because he's been in these main event matches. Is he ha- has and I have seen it, and he doesn't use it all the time, but he does have um, a way of carrying himself, and he, he does have some um, some rudimentary charisma. And he has some stature to him, and he has, um, I don't know, what would be a good analogy to put? He has the ability to put himself in such levels of punishment that you can't turn away. It's just, it's like enrapturing to watch how destroyed he gets. Hmm. He was going to have this major feud with Macias that was going to turn him babyface, which is funny because Babyface, he, he has, he, you know, he's a Rudo character. All clowns should be Rudo characters, even even Psycho Clown. But um, Macias um, just last week had double knee surgery. His knees were so bad, and they had been giving out progressively over the over the last three months, so that whenever they tried to have a match to progress the Pagano Macias feud, Macias's body just gave out on them, and they couldn't complete the match and do do the stuff they had planned. All right, Mike's going to ask some questions, and then yeah, when he's done, I'm going to give my full clown report here on the show. I'm, I'm finding footage of all of them as we speak. Well, I can imagine what if you put in a search what you could possibly come up with, but uh, changing gears from clowns <laughs> to uh, talented workers. Um, a couple of years ago when Kami Itachi uh, uh, and, and now Hiromu Takahashi and Dragon Lee were having just complete 
unbelievable series of banger matches. You know, Teton was also in that mix, and I was always a, a fan of his. And I wondered why he didn't get some of the play that some of the others did. Obviously, he was in a good position, but he was not exported seemingly and was not talked about in the same vein as some of the other talent that they had there. Um, got good reviews again for his work in New Japan here over the weekend. Where does he stand in CMLL's eyes, and what is his uh, outside uh, CMLL potential as far as getting over in comparison to some others? For once, I actually have a short answer for you. He has no off- he has no office support. The office is in clicks, and somebody like Dragon Lee has a huge base of support in the office, and somebody like Soberano has a huge base of support. Does he Dragon has, Rojo seems reason, to have a huge out on an island? Yes. Well, Rojo, it's like you can name like ten guys, and it's like, and nothing wrong with any of those guys, but it's like well, Dragon it's, Rojo. Dragon Rojo is, is kind of the same way. He, he he is is a good worker who the promotion is happy to have around. It doesn't have any problems with him, like Titan. But they are of the opinion that other the office is the opinion that other people who just happen to be the ones that Paco likes are the ones that other people like. Are, are the ones that are going to make them more money. For me, Titan is under-pushed, under-promoted. He is able to do a lot of really fancy moves. I think he, for a while he was doing a very, very uh, questionable move. He was doing a lot of handstand moves to several things in matches. Mm-hmm. And I know Ultimo Guerrero in, uh, behind the scenes was frustrated not only with the fact that it was a handstand and it didn't exactly look like the sort of move you'd use in a fight, but because of the amount of time that heels had to wait there for Teton to go through his stuff and the heels just had to stand and wait to be head scissored. And there are, I have thought this, and there are others who thought this, we are in the minority, but there are others who think this too, that that looked like a really odd thing to do for fans to get behind when you're trying to portray something as a fight. Um, but the biggest, the far biggest thing is he's got all the, he's got plenty of talent. He would be, he would be, um, and, and, you know, if he had, um, somebody in the home, in the front office that was really pushing him, he'd be in semifinals all the time. But right now he's just in, in mid card hell. Tell us about the day of the dead show. I loved it. I thought it, and I saw a bit yesterday and it got really old, really fast. But if you just watch the Friday night show, which I did, I thought it was great. They had the micros out there in fluorescent slash, um, I don't even know, illuminated. It almost looked like there was underneath illumination to their awesome. costumes. They had they had guys dragging the wrestlers to hell. In fact, for the Always main awesome. event, they dragged the winners to hell. And then they dragged um, um, Caristico to hell, even though he had been unmasked. That's where the and party he, is. He, Caristico came out in a Pennywise mask, so... It was it was a it was a unique spectacle which I enjoyed thoroughly. A couple of the matches I thought were really good. I was very surprised Sanson won the the Ray the King of the Underground. I, that doesn't fit in with his gimmick and and there were others on the cards like others in the match like Hechicero that I thought would win. But they got all the funny thing was they got all the big names out and the, the kids were the last ones left fighting for that for that title. It was a good match. All right, well, stand by. We gotta we gotta head to a break. We'll be back in just a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live.
This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam and you can have lifetime coverage and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, the doctor of lucha. It's time for the clown report here. This is what I've determined from watching clown matches for the last 15 minutes here. Go. I would like to apologize to Pagano. He's not that bad. He, he's significantly better doing Lucha Libre than he was doing that, uh, I guess, U.S. versus Lucha Libre match at the Bound for Glory show. So, And he also has something the other two clowns don't have. He does have a presence. He does carry himself like a star. So I would rank Pagano, actually, number one. Uh, Dave the Clown, second place. 
And I do believe that Murder Clown is worse than Dave the Clown right now. Although, depending on the spot, I mean, it's a toss-up, those two guys. That's my clown report. Now, would you put Dink over any of those? I'd have to go back and watch. Steve, any comments on that, and then we can get some plugs in? I'll I'll stick I'll stick with that. I'll 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 second your opinion for, as, as of this date and this point in time. I'll, I'll rank the four of them that way too. And the plugs this week's Figure Four Weekly continues with a much better analysis than I just gave here of the card this past Friday night, the matches, and why the main event was was so horrible for CMLL and. Next week's issue is going to be a really interesting one. For the first time in a while, I'm going to go into the crash. They're running, you know, PWG-style matches night after night after night for two weeks, and I'm wondering if that's not going to kill everybody involved in the promotion. And that's what's coming up in next week's issue. All righty, we can check it out at WrestlingObserver.com, everybody. The new Figure Four Weekly, new Wrestling Observer, back issues of The, of the Observer, 8,000 archived radio shows, and so much more. Sign up today. You will not regret it. If you like this show, you will love, love a subscription to WrestlingObserver.com. We're out of here. Thanks, Mike, as always. Everybody in the studio, callers and listeners, talk to you again tomorrow, Wrestling Observer Live.